Hey everyone, it's Jessica from Well Hello Disney. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to be diving into Genie Plus the next couple of weeks. With all the changes that have happened, I feel like it's good just to give a basic overview of how Genie Plus works and we'll go through each of the parks. So that way I am teaching you basically how to strategize your time at the parks using Genie Plus versus telling you what you should book. I feel like there's a lot of creators out there that say you need to book this, you need to book this, you need to book this. And yes, those priority top tier high demand rides are what you need to book in a certain order. But you also want to make sure you're booking rides that your family is going to enjoy. So I hope that after the series is done and I walk you through the different pieces of Genie Plus to understand and then I walk you through the parks that you feel more confident going to the parks and knowing how to select your Genie Plus selections and in what order. So we're going to start with the basics. We're going to, today is just about an introduction to the Genie system. That way you know exactly what it is before we dive into strategy and the parks. So first, let's start with the Disney Genie system. This is a free system. It sends you suggestions based on your preferences. It will show you all the rides and wait times in the park. Disney Genie is the entire system. You will have that little box in your My Disney Experience app, whether you purchase Genie Plus or not. So Disney Genie is the system. Genie Plus is what replaced the old fast pass system. Genie Plus is the one that you're going to pay anywhere now from $15 to $25. I know I talked about this, that when you are saving for a trip, you always want to budget the highest amount, and then you know you have it covered. And um, if you have extra money at the end of the trip, that's great. So always budget for $25 per person per day. Additionally, they no longer are selling the tickets where that include Genie Plus every single day. So you have to purchase it every day if you plan on using that. So then there's also the individual Lightning Lane attractions, or you will hear them nicknamed ILL. I call them ILL. There used to only be two per park, but... I think it's a positive thing that they've reduced it down to one. I think that makes Genie Plus a little bit more bang for your buck. And now it's almost like you're forced to get Genie Plus because when you had the option of buying two individual lightning lanes, you could get the two most high demand rides and just be out of there and not need to use Genie Plus. Now they've made it that you have to think about it a little bit more and Genie Plus is a little more worth it um, to purchase, especially at parks like Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. These individual lightning lanes can cost up to $25, and I know that that is a huge amount to think, okay, now I'm buying Genie Plus for a possibility of up to $25 per person, and then on top of that, I'm going to buy an individual lightning lane for up to $25 per person. So it's, it's a lot of money. It does make your park day go smoother. I won't lie about that. Um, can you skip it? Absolutely. You don't need Genie Plus to have a great time at Walt Disney World. Usually, it gets you on about three to four more rides than you typically would. But the big difference is you are not spending all that time in line. So you are getting to watch Fantasy of the um, Festival Parade, Mickey's Friendship Fair. 
You get to see the cavalcades. You get to go to the other shows. Maybe go to Mickey's Magic instead of waiting in line at Peter Pan's flight. So that's the difference is you get a lot more done with Genie Plus. We did a day with Undercover Tourist um, showing you how to use Genie Plus with a family of 12 because it's a large party. We were able to ride 16 rides that day and between two different parks. We started at Epcot and then we hopped over to Magic Kingdom and that would not happen if we were waiting in line the whole day. So is it expensive? Yes. Does it make your day easier? Absolutely. As long as you know how to do it correctly. When I read these stories of people saying they were on their phone the whole day, I don't understand why, because we barely are on our phone during the day. I mean, I'm on my phone more for content creation than anything else. I'm never on it for Genie Plus. But I also think that's because people feel like they need to be on their phone to be able to do it. And they don't have a strategy in place before they get there. And that is the biggest mistake that you will make going to Walt Disney World without your strategy kind of set for Disney Genie Plus. I know things change and you have to be flexible when rain happens and that kind of stuff, which I also teach you because that's just part of life. But when you go to Walt Disney World and you don't have an idea of what rides sell out first, what order you need to book things in, listing your family's top three priorities and building the day around that then you're going to be upset that you spent all this money and you barely gone on any rides. Or if you go on expecting Disney Genie Plus to get you on every single ride, especially at parks like Hollywood Studio that have like seven, I think it's seven high demand rides that are so super popular. Everyone wants to get on there and it's not possible to get all seven using Genie Plus, but you need to know that going into it. So that way you can prioritize the top ones that you want to do get those done. And maybe in between waiting, sometimes you're waiting in line for that other ride that you want to do. Slinky Dog Dash is a prime example for my family. For some reason, we have only booked that with Genie Plus one time. Otherwise, we are always waiting online. If it is under 80 minutes, my family is willing to wait for Slinky Dog. So what we sometimes do is in between a break, if we see like there is a two hour window for booking Genie Plus for us and our next, you know, Genie Plus Lightning Lane isn't until 6 p.m. We'll go wait for Slinky Dog and wait 80 minutes for it and do Rider Switch. So that's also what people have to understand about Disney Genie Plus. It does not get you onto every ride, but it gets you on to a lot more rides. Then you have your last thing, which is the Lightning Lane. I don't know who was in the room when Disney decided to call something Disney Genie Genie Plus Individual Lightning Lane and Lightning Lane. That is a Horrible, horrible strategy. I know they wanted to tie it all together, but they could have figured out different names to call it. But anyway, the Lightning Lane is your actual physical queue that is where you are walking through to redeem your Genie Plus selection or your individual Lightning Lane selection. That is the actual line. That is all that means. We're going to walk through the lightning lane because that's where you are going to redeem riding your Genie Plus and individual lightning lane attraction. I also want to put in a disclaimer right now. You have to tap in to these rides. And don't think that if you can sneak someone through at the first tap, because a lot of these rides have two taps, one at the beginning and one at the end. There's no sneaking in. There's no way around it. You all have to have it. Um, I know we'll dive into this later, but with Rider Switch, you all need to go and tap in first, get that set up with the person with the iPad, and then 
go if you need to do rider switch. But anyway, Lightning Lane is your physical cue to actually get on the ride. Individual Lightning Lane is the one ride right now that you can purchase at Walt Disney World and not have to use Genie Plus. Genie Plus gives you access to numerous rides at the park. And then Disney Genie is the actual free service that is on your phone, regardless if you purchase Genie Plus or not. So now let's talk about purchasing Genie Plus. So in your My Disney Experience app and also in your Disneyland app. So a lot of these things cross over, but there are a few differences with Disneyland. So when I'm talking, I'm mostly talking about Walt Disney World. You will have a purple button that will say purchase Genie Plus for the day that becomes available once you hit 12 a.m. When you hit it before 12 a.m., the day of your park day, all it says is you have no eligible people in your party to purchase it. So you can purchase it anytime from after 12 a.m. and take care of it. So if you're coming back from the park late, go ahead and buy it. That gives you a little bit more time in the morning just in case something goes wrong. Make sure everyone is linked if you're joining forces with like another family or something. Um, the first day you always want to purchase it. I always say like no later than 6 a.m. just to make sure you are ready, you know what you're doing and there's no issues because you want enough time to be able to call um, customer support if there is an issue. So make sure you purchase that at 6 a.m. at the latest if it's your first day just because you're going to be nervous anyway, using it for the very first time. Even now, we still get up at about 6.30 to um, buy Genie Plus if we don't do it at midnight. I know everyone's like, you're getting up early on your vacation. Well, I don't, if you have started planning Disney, Disney is not a vacation in the traditional sense. This is a trip, adventure, experience. You're going to be tired. I always say make sure you're off the day after you return because you will be exhausted. There's a lot of walking. There's a lot of overstimulation. There's a lot of planning. I always talk about the parent second shift at Disney, which is after everyone's gone down, you're plugging in and prepping and getting everything ready for the next day. So you're not going to bed unless you want your morning to be a disaster. So you have to get out of the mindset of like, this is my vacation. Getting up at 6 a.m. is not what I want to do. That's what rest days are for. Rest days are for you to have those vacation days where you sleep. And if you're going to the park, it's not a rest day unless you're planning on going later using Genie Plus for stacking, but even then you're still getting up at 7 a.m. because you need a book, you know, your individual lightning lane if you want it for later in the evening. So it's not a vacation in the, you're going to the beach. It is a vacation adventure trip journey that you're going on with your family. So as soon as it becomes open and if you're awake, go ahead and purchase it. If you're not awake, 6 a.m. If you, this is day number two, everyone's linked, no issues, 6.30. Then you're going to set up your top picks, which is selecting the high priority rides for you. The great thing about setting up top picks is it puts it at the top of your tip board so you don't have to scroll all the way at the bottom. For some reason, my last trip, I had issues setting this up, but the trip, and that was in September. My trip in August, I had no issue setting this up. So that also is why you want to have a little bit more time in the morning. I think my issue with this trip I took in September was I 
got up at 6.30 and because I'm, you know, we're Genie Plus pros. So I didn't need to set it up. I thought I was like, I can just do it in the morning. Well, I didn't have enough time by the time life happened and it was time to actually book. So I just skipped it all together. August was a lot more smooth because I got up at six. I We purchased Genie Plus for everyone. I had time to set up my top picks, which puts those priority rights at the top. So like Rise of the Re- Resistance starts with R. So it's alphabetical. So it's going to be at the very bottom where if I wanted it really bad, if it's at the top, I can just click it and book it for the individual lightning lane. So that's the next phase. After you purchase Genie Plus, you want to go ahead and set your top picks. Once you've purchased it, you do have access to it. So it's not something you have to wait till the morning to actually set that up. And it'll ask you different things like our, you know, character shows, parades, your priority. I typically skip all that because I know all the times. Um, if you are a first timer, go ahead and put that on. So that will pop up at the top and let you know when the next show is. Um, but I focus mainly on rides if I'm going to be using Genie Plus. Along with that is also selecting your park for the day. At the top of your Genie Plus bar, once you've purchased it, it defaults to Magic Kingdom. They have now fixed that glitch that always sent it back to Magic Kingdom, even when you hit the change park selection. And then you put in, let's say, Epcot, because that's our favorite park. It used to default back to Magic Kingdom. That has been fixed now. If yours is doing that, maybe ask a cast member, go to a, um, what we call the blue tents. The blue tents at the park say guests services and they help you with everything with your phone, the parks, everything. But it should stay on the park you're going to the entire day. Your Genie Plus app also understands if you have a park hopper ticket. So this last trip that we did with my whole family, the multi-generational trip in September, we park hopped from Epcot to um Magic Kingdom. Actually, we parked up a lot this trip, and I'm not a huge supporter of park hopping when you have little kids just because it's a lot, but it actually worked out fine because we were going for specific things. And the day with our family of 12, that day was so exhausting. I would never recommend doing anything the next day. The next day would need to be a rest day if you're doing that. But like I said, we rode 16 rides using Genie Plus. But your app knows, so you're not going to be able to book anything at the next park until it hits after 2 a.m. So even when we were at Epcot, we were able to start booking Genie Plus for Magic Kingdom. I think it was our third tap around 1130 in the morning because the times for the rides we wanted had passed that 2 p.m. mark at Magic Kingdom so we could start booking for those. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm going to talk about the Genie Plus Flow chart, and I bet that will take me the rest of this podcast just trying to explain it. It feels confusing, but it's actually not confusing if you just slow it down for yourself. So at 7 a.m., 
everyone who is going to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, all the parks can book your first Genie Plus selection. Everyone, you are not going to see an initial time. It's not going to say nine, whatever, as people are booking it. Because when this first started, I remember you would see it said 9.05. You would click out. By the time you check out, it says 11. Now it will not show you your initial time till the checkout screen. So you still need to have some fast fingers. So let's say I book Peter Pan flight at Magic Kingdom because I love that classic opening day, you know, ride. And I click it. And by the time I get checkout, it says 10 p.m. And I take it. We're done. Then I'm going to book my individual lightning lane. Well, usually the way we do it is my husband books one and I book the other and we're just communicating as we do it. So I would pick Peter Pan. He'd be doing individual lightning lane. I would be like, oh, I got 10. And he'd be like, okay, I'll put this for, you know, 930 or he would do it for, you know, 1030. You can't have overlapping plans like that. So then now we have this individual lightning lane that is scheduled for 9.30, Peter Pan, and then we have, let's say we have seven dwarfs scheduled for 10 a.m. because we wanted it after. That gives us a little bit more time to get to the park and not rush. Let's say we're not early entry or rope dropping this day. So as soon, so our next time that we can book is it says, is your return time more than two hours after the park opens. That's the key. It's not from the 7 a.m. time you're booking. It's from the time the park opens and opens to the public. So let's say the park opens at 8.30 that day, okay? So if it opens at 8.30 a.m., two hours from 8.30 a.m. is 10.30 a.m., okay? My Genie Plus time is for 9.30, So I am before that two-hour window. So I'm going to say, no, I am not. It's not after the two-hour window. So as soon as I tap in at 930 for Peter Pan, I'm going to be able to book my next Genie Plus ride because I have tapped in to that and I no longer am holding a Genie Plus ride, okay? So let's say I tap in at 930, which you actually have an hour window. So don't feel like you have to run there. So I would have from 930 to 1030 to get on Peter Pan's flight. But I know I could get more Genie Plus rides if I get there early. So we're there at 930, ready to tap in and go. Once I have tapped in, I immediately look at my phone to book my next lightning lane. Okay, so now I'm like, okay, what what do we want to ride next or what do we want? What area of the park would we like to be at the end of the day? Knowing that it's still pretty early, I know it's a small world that's going to have a low wait time. Dumbo is going to have a low wait time. Teacups is going to have a low wait time. Little Mermaid is going to have a low wait time. And those are all things that are in fantasy land because I've taken the time to look at my map and I know my park. So I'm like, you know what, instead of rope dropping um, or trying to get Jungle Cruise, I'm going to go ahead and book Jungle Cruise. It already says I can't get a time till 2 p.m., so I'm going to book it. So at 9.30, I am booking a 2 p.m. Jungle Cruise because I think 
by that time of the day, we would have moved on from Fantasyland and we can move over, you know, to the Adventureland, Frontierland area. Okay. So I get off my Peter Pan flight. It's time for Seven Doors Mine Train. I'm going to set an alarm when I book that Genie Plus ride because I booked at 948 to go on Jungle Cruise at two o'clock. I go back to my flow chart. Is my return time two hours after I just booked? Well, no. I If I was within two hours, it would have been, you know, before 1148. But I can't go on this ride till 2 p.m. So I now I'm going to set an alarm for 1130 and 1145 because I will be able to book my next election at 1148 even though I'm not going to tap into my next ride until 2 p.m. Because a two-hour window is going to pass. So I set alarms. I'm not going back on my phone and finagling with it or whatever. I already know we want to ride Jungle Cruise. We're going to wait in line and do all the other fun stuff in Fantasyland because it's early in the morning and lines are not going to be more than 30 minutes. 30 minutes is my window for my children. You know your own kids. You know what their threshold it is. We have enough activities and fun stuff to do in line that 30-minute wait is perfectly fine. They will not, you know, be agitated. We'll talk. We'll play games. They have little um, fidget toys. So that is our wait time. So my alarm goes off at 1130 and I'm like, oh, get my phone out. I start talking to my husband because we usually are the two bookers for any party we're on. And we're looking at the different wait times. We're looking at the location that we're going to be in. And then our alarm goes off, you know, five minutes before we need a book. And we decide, are you booking? Am I booking? And then we book at that next time. So there's no confusion of, oh gosh, when do I need a book or whatever? Because Genie Plus tells you at the top in a purple barcode when you can book next. So just set the alarms and turn on your phone. So I am a silence girl. Like my phone is always on silent. It is never on. I don't want to hear it ring when I'm at home. I'm working all day and I need to focus on that. And I will look down at my phone and check it when I'm not working. When I'm at Walt Disney World, I turn on everything. My ringer is on and my um message alerts are on because one, I have a lot of dining alerts coming through and I don't want to miss them. And if it's on silent, I will miss it. Also, my Genie Plus alarms are on there. So I set my alarm, I put my phone away, and then I go back to enjoying time with my family and content creating. And that is the pattern the entire day, the entire day. It is setting alarms, booking the next one, and being strategic because you've already decided we're going to stay in Fantasyland for this part of the day, then we're going to move to Adventureland for this part of the day, and then if we have time, we can add in, you know, Tomorrowland. But also don't forget your shows, your character meal reservations, and that kind of stuff too when you're looking at this plan. That's why my daily planning form is great because on one side, it has the attractions you would like to ride. On the top, it has your top three. Like, these are the ones we have to do, we want to do. There's also a space for you to put in your dining stuff. And you can screenshot that and just keep that in an album in your phone. So you can go back and reference that whenever you're trying to strategically plan your booking times for your Genie Plus app. So that is how the timetable works. 
It shouldn't be that stressful. And I promise you, once you get there and use it, it is not that stressful. So let's recap. Your first booking is at 7 a.m., regardless of where you are for Genie Plus. If you are off property, you can't book the individual lightning lane yet until the park opens, but at least you can do the Genie Plus selection at 7 a.m. You will not see the return time until you get to the checkout screen, and that basically sets the tone for your day. Then you are going to see, is your return time more than two hours after the park opens? If that is a yes, go ahead and set your alarm. It will say at the top, your next Genie Plus booking time is, set an alarm for five minutes before. If you're like me with a bunch of kids, I do two. I do a five and a 10 minute before because I may miss that first one just because I may be holding a child or something. So then if you are, if your booking time is not two hours before and you got like a 930 time, and so you're going to tap in and then you are going to decide your strategy. Will I pick the next ride available that is in the area that I'm located, which is what I call streaming rides. When you seamlessly keep picking the next ride, I do not run all over the park for this though. So if I'm in fantasy land, I'm looking, okay, if, Ariel is a 30 minute wait right now, but I can get one at 1030, which is under two hours. Let's go ahead and book that and hop on another ride and then go to Ariel. Okay, so you don't want to be running to Tomorrowland or somewhere else because it's the next available that will that will ruin your experience. So remember, you have to decide your strategy at that point. If it is under two hours, no, you're still not setting an alarm. When you tap in next, you're going to book your next Genie Plus. Until you hit that two-hour window, you are booking as you go. Then your strategy will change to, okay, let's make sure we get the priority rides out of the way. Let's stack rides in the evening, which means that you're booking all of these rides that have a larger window than two hours. So you're trying to make a seamless ride flow for the end of the day, which we will also talk about stacking later. So once you've decided that strategy, and if that's the way you're going, you're now setting alarms in your phone. So again, you don't have to be on your phone all the time. You should already go into the park knowing what your priority rides are. And on top of that, you should go in having a general idea of the park layout that prevents you from running all over the place, especially if you're traveling with little kids, if your grandparents taking little kids, it's very exhausting if you're running from one side to the other. So don't just go into Genie Plus being like, oh, we'll figure it out because then that's when you get frustrated, you know? And also remember, Genie Plus is not there to get you on every ride. It's just there to get you on two to three more rides. And it makes for a more enjoyable experience at Walt Disney World if you're not having to wait in lines the entire day and missing all the shows and parades because that too is part of the magical experience. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. I know that with so much information on the introduction to Genie Plus, we will definitely dive in deeper as we examine each of the parks and strategies. I'm so happy that you joined me today and have a magical rest of the week. 